you are listening to the Blade and Chalice Podcast with your host, David Kahn. Welcome, welcome to my brand new podcast. I've uh, been wanting to do this for a long, long time and I was waiting to perfect it. You know, that's the nature of us perfectionists, is we wait far too long to get the thing started. But anyway, I cannot keep my words back any longer, as the way that things are going in today's world is forcing me to speak, is forcing me to voice all the things that I've known about for a long time, and that I've studied, and share the dots that I've connected um, during my own journey. And so this podcast is going to aim to tie together um, basically a lot of the work I've done with shamanism, the Akashic field, tarot, numerology, astrology, um, a study of secret societies and ancient cultures uh, from all over the world, as well as various spiritual traditions from both the East and West. Um, I've would call myself a deep generalist, meaning that I've gone deep into a number of things to see and to be an expert on their interconnectedness as opposed to be an expert in one field. And so for me, it's always about how does everything fit together in understanding the bigger picture? And I approach this from both spirituality and from history and from how things work practically and and just social dynamics as well. So I want to really invite you to listen to this podcast, and I plan to have many guests and other speakers on as we explore the truth and figure out how to best align ourselves with a future of prosperity and um, compassion. And I don't want to watch humanity dive deeper into obfuscation. Obfuscation is the intentional concealing and misalignment of the truth. And we live in an age of great delusion. One of the things that I think we suffer from the most is the uncertainty of what's unraveling in the world at this present time. And so many people who are still locked at home or stuck at home are going online and they're trying to find answers but nobody really knows and whether it's a deliberate misrepresentation in the case of a lot of the major news sources or it's just um people with a kernel of truth trying to make a sensationalized story or sell more of their products um there doesn't appear to be anybody that has a clear picture of what's truly going on as a result of this we end up getting in arguments with each other because everybody's got a different perspective and it seems right based on the information they've read and the way that it's matched with their pre-existing patterns. But the big takeaway from this is it's actually our patterns that got us into this problem in the first place. And that's both um, collectively and individually. And many people I know, including myself, who are on the conscious path, can really benefit from using this time to unravel any of the patterns, any of the things we're holding on to, 
that belong to an outdated world. Because as a collective, we're going through a large transmutation. And I use the word transmutation because it will look nothing like where we came from before. And this period right now, June through August, September, is like passing through the eye of the needle. The eye of the needle is a very small opening. In the ancient world, the eye of the needle was a way that traders could get into um, city-states. And often they would have to basically dismount and they'd have to get off the camel and they'd have to bring it through the gate very slowly because it was very narrow and it was done to prevent armies from coming through. And it's in a similar way, we have to unpack in order to get through past the threshold into the thing on the other side, the other side of the metamorphosis. I know this because of the work I do. I work with um, the zero point field, or some people know it as the Akashic field, the Akashic records. Um, so I stay in contact with that. That's I find my best news source is to really drop into that field or drop deeper into myself on a cellular level. I don't see a difference between the two. It's, it's really dropping into that innate knowing. Um, I think many people I've met feel like we were wired for these times. We're wired to help shepherd, um, you know, the evolution of where things are heading. I often felt like I didn't really have a place. And when uh, 2020 hit and the uh, one disaster after the next started to unfold, I actually felt a state of calmness. I have felt fear. I felt anger as well. Um, a lot of that isn't mine. A lot of that is anger and fear passing through me. And that's important for people to recognize is, is the anger and fear yours or is it just weather, emotional weather patterns that are passing through us right now? Because <clears throat> these are such prevalent themes in the collective. And it's amazing to see we've switched so rapidly from uh, fear surrounding the coronavirus and isolation um, to flip into anger and outrage and um, expression and um, you could say explosive, you know, violence in a lot of cases. So it's the two types of unconscious reaction are being triggered within humanity right now. And in order to actually progress and to move through these times uh, in a sovereign, aligned, conscious way, we have to hold our seats. We have to observe what's going on both in ourselves and in other people, and yet not be reactive, not be caught up in it. This eye of the needle theme, um, it's basically what it is, is whenever there's a huge amount of chaos, there's a huge amount of potential. Order will arise out of chaos. It's a natural phenomenon. It's a natural law, order out of chaos. Now that can be used in one of two ways. It can be used to manufacture a new type of order that arises from the chaos in the way that more draconian laws get passed and there's uh, greater restrictions of freedom. That is one way that it can happen. The other way that it can happen is we can create our own order. And both can happen simultaneously. You know, on a large scale for humanity, it can look like we are less free, but for the individual, we can basically carve out our own path. With a lot of the work I do with um, the Akashic Records, there's the theme of timelines. And uh, timelines essentially 
play into um, the concept in theoretical physics about there being parallel universes. So it's a case of Schrodinger's cat, where when you look at the box, the cat's both alive and dead. You know, all potentials are playing out at once. It's just which reality are you choosing to be conscious of? And so the work I'm doing and the work that I help people with and, and want to facilitate on a larger scale is consciously aligning to a timeline that unravels and unfolds into a blossoming of humanity, of a blossoming of the true human potential, living in harmony, living according to natural law, with respect, the proper use of technology, um, and a lot of the ancient secrets that we've forgotten or that we've covered up, um, <laughs> bringing those back in conjunction with um, the latest advances in science and technology and living really compassionately. The, um, the period we're in too, <clears throat> from a cosmological perspective, of course, is the shadow period between the age of Pisces and the age of Aquarius. And for those of you not up on your astrology, that's uh, basically these ages are, or eras are over 2,000 years. And it basically is the uh, constellation or the house that the sun rises in during the equinox. And so the Pis Pisces is um, the spirit world duality. It is that of secret societies. Pisces is a very, very mysterious mercurial house. And Aquarius is about the cause is about humanity is about revolution is about technology in a lot of ways so we're the way that i've always seen this is we're passing from the duality of those who have and those who have not especially in terms of uh, spirituality and wisdom those who hold the wisdom hold the keys to wisdom and those who have none those who are blind and now we're coming into an age where Aquarius, the water bearer, is basically taking those secrets and spilling them out over all of humanity. Now, the period we're in is the crossover period, the shadow period between the two great eras. And this is said to last about 100 years or so. And you can see from about 1950, and I'd say it probably ends around 2050, we've seen a rapid advance in technology. Rapid and you can see the dissemination of information that's gone along with this as well. As information through the internet, and even before the internet, television was an unprecedented way of communicating. And people have never been so informed so quickly in any era in human history. And it's happening so fast that, you know, the, it very much captures the, age, the essence of Aquarius. Now, Aquarius is also a great humanitarian and a great unifier. So there is sort of a leveling of the playing field for humanity. They're both very spiritual signs, Pisces and Aquarius. However, Pisces can have the spirituality occulted or cloaked in secret groups and have the others wandering about in delusion, whereas Aquarius is sort of the great unifier so that spirituality is is really meant to in this era we're all meant to to rise together <clears throat> and the way that i see it happening because it's just an energy it doesn't necessarily mean that it's all good that energy could play out in many different ways uh, one particular way is that humanity evolves and that humanity basically 
uh, let's go of the old ways, the old institutions that are expired, that are completely outdated, that no longer serve us and don't serve anyone. And we learn from the great mistakes that we've made. And we learn the best ways to live as we've seen environmental degradation. We've seen societal degradation on such a large scale. And at the same time, we've seen um, a, a huge reform in society. We've seen um, the establishment of human rights, especially in the West, workers' rights, you know, um, women's rights. And so we've made a lot of progress towards this time. And what it is, is it's just looking at the areas that we've really neglected to look at. The other um, way that's possible too, as I said, Aquarius's energy is just an energy. Um, it is entirely possible that we form a false reality that where technology is the the connectedness. You know, we're all part of the cloud in a way, in, in some sort of a um, dystopian AI reality. That is entirely possible. You know, there is no uh, set prophecy for the future. It's really up to us individually and the way that we come together and work with others to uh, figure out which reality we want to be conscious of, as there are so many realities possible. And in order to do that, we need to be very careful of the impressions that we are receiving during this period, this period of passing through the eye of the needle. Because many of the vibrations and many of the information going around the planet right now are so intense and they're so debilitating that they can um, really knock us off our post and really harm our ability to remain focused and razor sharp for carving the path that we actually want to truly head. Um, and that's, again, getting caught up in the hysteria that's unfolding on every single news channel right now. So during this time, the most important thing to do is to actually limit one's exposure to information. What I mean by that is quiet down. There's a lot of energy also present right now that's not arising from humanity, that's arising naturally. You could say it's arising cosmically, it's, it's hitting the earth. If you take a look at the fluctuations in the Schumann resonance, you'll see that we're really in for a bumpy ride. It's, it's been like this for several years. Um, I've definitely felt it, and many of the people I know that are more empathic and sensitive uh, have been feeling this for years, this buildup. And it, it happens in the energy first, and then the form follows. Form always follows energy. So the change, you could say, in positive energy coming in, it's going to take a while. It's a slow build for the form to actually follow. But what you want to do is you want to get in tune. You want to get entrained by that more constructive energy, the one that's actually there and usable to create a conscious order from the chaos. The other thing too is realize we don't we don't know what it's going to look like on the other end, but there's a lot of stuff that has to go down in the process. I got a big wake up call this morning when I literally woke up this morning to an email saying that my entire basement at my house has been flooded and it was just filled with gray water. 
from a rain event. It just burst through the door, through the garage, into the basement. And I was strangely okay with that. Like, it's probably going to be hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of damage. And, you know, it's, it's sort of like, this too will pass. I can let this go. There's a reason for this. There's a purifying quality to water. Um, and, you know, it took a lot of, of really tuning in and staying with it to not get carried away with the hysteria, the what if. Like, it's also placing it in the larger context right now is so much is falling away. So much of what we've all known and all held on to is falling away. And if you really want to enjoy the ride and really want to be conscious, then it's just say, let it happen. Let that happen and, and surrender to it because now is a wonderful time to surrender to it and, and a wonderful time to get clear on exactly what you want to do. Um, and stick with that too. It's important to have uh, a higher aim when passing through times like this, passing through the eye of the needle, this period of two to three months of intensified energies where you know there is a real propensity and a real gravity towards chaos, but there's also a huge potential to define the next many years, like four, five, six years of how things happen collectively. And so if we get swept away by the chaos, it's going to be a painful four to six years that follow because we're then stuck on a trajectory that has to unfold and has to play out. Likewise, if we pick up on this, we tune in, we take the cues, and we use this period to really focus and aim ourselves higher, we can set ourselves up very well for the next four to six years. Also with a lot that I have seen as well is um, it doesn't mean that this thing's going to get easier. It just means that um, the energies are going to play out potentially faster. There's still a lot that has to come up. A lot of what we've been keeping down has to come up and be purified on earth. I think many people um, perceive that there'd be a great awakening where basically we'd go from uh, the past era and we just sort of waltz into this beautiful golden era without any transition. But the earth has been going undergoing a healing crisis for a long time. And we've just reached a major inflection point where there's a large release. If anybody's done a detox of any sorts, you have to feel all that stuff coming up again. And so earth has been long overdue to detoxify itself, to truly rid itself of any of the poisons and impurities in its system and now they're all coming to surface again and it's really our job not to attach ourselves to any of the poison and impurities that's coming up and just let them pass let them play out um there are a lot of false flags and false um agendas playing out right now too and it's very, very easy. I see so many people get caught up because they're truly empathic, caring individuals and they see injustice in the world. But there's also narratives around injustice that really are competing for people's attention and want to bring them down uh, very, very unhealthy paths and so observe the quality of the people. If they're 
angry and they appear to be outraged and um, really unhinged or extremely fearful and, um, and very rigid in their perspective, you can tell pretty easily that that sort of fanaticism is not something that you want to align with. It's really not even natural. It's, it's really a manufactured form of fanaticism. Um, I won't get too much into the details of why that is or what is feeding off of that, but I'll just leave it, leave it there for now. And I'll just say that that fanaticism is the benefit of some beings out there. And, um, you know, it's, it's just another example that what is happening right now is real. And so if anybody doubts this is real or that we can go back to anything, that's not going to be the case. Um, the, we're entering into a period in which, uh, you know, the thing on side B looks nothing like the thing that it originally was. It's, it's metamorphosis is the perfect word because the, cat, the butterfly looks nothing like the caterpillar. But it's um, exciting at the same time. You know, I must say that uh, many of us are, are really getting activated during this time. We're really stepping into purpose because people are, they were jangled before. They were a little bit on edge over the last few years. And now we're seeing that really get amped up. And eventually they just hit a point of surrender, you know, where they, they just can't hold on. They can't fight any longer and they're ready to finally learn. They're ready to evolve and grow. They're ready to let go of their ways because many people were so buffered with comfort and with obfuscated truth, with lies that they had been believing for a very long time that it had formed their entire worldview of reality. And they weren't going to give that up lightly. Unfortunately, those of us who already saw through it and, and couldn't be the voice of reason for so many in our lives um, you know, we have to sit on the sidelines a little bit longer and watch this thing unfold. The other good news, of course, is that we can be there to embrace these people when they're ready to expand, when they're ready to open up. We can be there to help facilitate that for them. And I think that there's many people that have been on a path, a conscious path, a spiritual path for quite a while. And um, our work is just going to be increasing over the next while as more people come online with that. And what I'm hoping to establish through this podcast is I'm hoping to establish a way that we can collectively, with the people associated with this, can collectively make the leap to a better future. So in, in a sense, we can be conscious of choosing a timeline and aligning to it to move into the future with great purpose, into a future of consciousness, into a future of compassion, freedom, truth, and liberty. And that's not an easy thing to achieve. However, I don't think there's anything else that's worth shooting for. So I've hope, I hope you've enjoyed me on this first edition in early to mid-June of 2020. And I will be back shortly with some more. If you want to check out what else I'm doing, I am The Blade and Chalice on Instagram. And uh, I also have a website, which is www.thebladeandchalice.com. Anyways, I will say goodbye for now.